let me tell you about this podcast that I'm forcing you to do with me. Uh, you know that party game, Two Truths and a Lie? Yes. It's like that, but all the things we talk about, except for now we have a format for it, and we're going to put it for the world to hear. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So uh, B is going to be doing 90% of the talking. True or false? Probably true. <laughs> true, true. That is true. I am Ferb, and she is Phineas. <gasps> okay, I know we talked about TV characters who represent us. Mm-hmm. And Jeff and Shirley's pretty good from Community, but Phineas and Ferb <laughs> is also really good. Well, that, like, that represents, like, our personalities on who we are to the outside world. But within our friendship, it is very Jeff and Shirley. Yeah, yeah, that's true. True. With that being said, um, yeah, I probably will talk more. But you... I'm good at talking in general. It's my nervous response, but you have better things to say in general. <laughs> well, I it's just because I'm very selective on what I say and how much I say, so. But it's always quality content. I think so. Yeah. Is this quality content? I hope so. When I'm speaking right now? <laughs> Especially with TV shows and just... Anything in general, like, you know how to format what you want to say, and you get it out there, and that's why I was like, yeah, (laughs) Derek and I should do this podcast, because we're Phineas and Ferb, in the sense, like, we balance each other out, I have crazy ideas, and you, (laughs) you make them happen, which is awesome. Okay, wait, what if Phineas and Ferb started a podcast? Um... (laughs) Aren't they a little young to be doing that? I mean, they're our age, I think, Well, canonically. Yeah, at the current moment, except that was literally one episode where they weren't elementary school students. Were they middle school? Ageless. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They were kind of um, cartoon characters who didn't age, but also didn't have an age because they never actually went to school. They just had a very long summer. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of shows that I just get really overwhelmed that it's ending, and so I don't watch the final episodes. There's a couple series, and I think Phineas and Ferb might have been one of those, slash... I don't know. I was busy in 2015 when it ended. I actually do that mostly for when I rewatch a series. I just won't ever rewatch the last episode. Yeah. Because then then the rewatch is still going. Yes, exactly. Back to two truths and a dozen lies. Oh yeah, you want to hear the intro? Yes. <laughs> I'm Derek Thornton. I'm B. Golden. Welcome to Two Truths and a Dozen Lies. The format of this podcast is we like to talk about a lot of different things. So we didn't want to be genre specific, but we also wanted to give you some sort of format. So I want to start off each episode with our weekly two truths and a lie, you know, because we're both busy people. We're not in the same major. We're not even the same city right now. So it's good to hear, you know, the weekly stuff that happens. Yeah, definitely. Want to hear mine for the week? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Here's our first two truths and a lie. Um, One, I spilled lemonade 
all over my couch today. Two, last week just felt like three weeks long to me. It was the longest week. And three, my dad is getting surgery tomorrow. Okay. Um, I feel like I should probably know this. Um, I know that you spilled something on your couch. Um, and last week probably did feel really long. So is your dad not getting surgery tomorrow? My dad is actually So last week didn't long. feel long. No, it did feel long. I spilled something that wasn't lemonade. Yes, it was worse. It was a protein shake. And so for those of you who don't drink protein shakes, they are very chalky um, substances. And so it just got into the cushion. It got into the little foam and was... Ugh. I've just been cleaning it all morning and it's two o'clock now that we're recording and it's still not dry and I don't have access to my couch. And these won't always be, you know, sad, but these are the things I'm working on. <laughs> and those are like the type of things I forget to tell people, like my best friend. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's not happening to me, so mm -hmm. why, why would I bring it up? But Yeah, well, I guess I'm a bad friend because I got it wrong. You want to hear my two truths and a lie? Yes. Okay, I definitely just came up with these on the spot. I did not prepare them <laughs> at all. Um, and they're they're mostly uh, sort of, uh, you should maybe know these, except that you probably won't because I'm going to include random little details to throw you off. Oh, no. Okay, this is mostly for the audience because they don't really know me. Okay, number one, I work at BYU TV, and this week I worked a Studio C taping. But here, here's here's the kicker. While I was there, I met some famous Studio C cast members. Dalton Johnson and Jason Gray were walking out the door at the same time as me. I held the door open for both of them. And then Jason Gray held the door open for me on the way out. Okay. Ooh. Number two. <laughs> Sorry, these are, these are going to be way, way, way no, too I long. I hope that's real. <laughs> okay, here we go. I ran track in high school. And cross country, of course. But I had so many injuries, and the main ones that kept me from running are these. I had tendonitis in my Achilles. I had IT band syndrome, which is basically tendonitis, but it's a little bit different. And mm. I had crazy shin splints that aren't really shin splints. They just don't have a name because they don't happen to anybody else. Okay. Number three, I have been producing my own music for the longest time since I was a baby. I, I started producing. That, that doesn't count. That, okay, that's not I was part gonna of the say. lie. Okay. Um, not that this isn't necessarily a lie. It's just a fact. Okay. I have been producing music for a long time, though. Um, in high school, I recorded an album. Three of these songs that are in the album are titled... Inside My Head, Train of Thought, and Too Many Dreams. Okay, Bailey, which one's a lie? There's so many details, and it's hard because, like, I know some, most, I know the tr some true parts of each of those, so I don't know where the lie is, unless it's all a lie except for, okay, I know the shin splints are a big reason why, and I know... I feel like we've talked about tendonitis before because I have it in my arm. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Which, I know 
you've done Studio C before, but I don't know if it was this last week. Okay, I would... <clears throat> oh, what was the third one? Um, it was, I produced an album in high school. Oh, yeah, and I should have that one. Inside my head, Train of Thought, <gasps> and Too Many Dreams. Train of Thought, like, isn't some one I remember. Maybe why I picked it. Maybe why it doesn't I, exist. I know, <laughs> but I feel like I don't know enough about the first one to make a judgment call. The second one I feel like is real. So I'm going to go with the third one. Hmm. Nope. No! <laughs> the the lie was Studio C. Crap. So, but here's the thing. I worked at Studio C. Number two, I held the door open for Jason Gray and Dalton Johnson. But the lie was that Dalton Johnson was the one who held the door open for me. Oh, man. I I messed up. I messed up that one. No, it's totally, it's totally And I feel fun. bad because I picked the lie on the music one. And uh, for the viewers... For the listeners, because you can't see us. Um, the way Derek and I became friends is two, about two years ago now, he moved in with a bunch of my friends, and through happenstance, we ended up meeting, and I heard he was into music, and I was like, cool, you're my friend now, let's go to a practice room and show each other music. Um, and since then, Derek is now in commercial music at BYU, which is super cool, and I work producing concerts at The Wall, which is a local venue, and I do some, like, festivals and stuff, like, very involved in the music scene, and it's just been fun watching Derek thrive with commercial music and then I I'm just supporting from the from the other side of music production. So so, so basically what Bailey I mean B, sorry. Yeah, it's B like is it. saying is that uh she is really successful and I am sort of successful. You are it takes longer for musicians to be Yeah, I mean at this rate I will be world famous when I am 102. And I will never be world famous because people don't care about background people. Well, here, here's the issue is that you can't make money as a musician unless you're world famous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but also you can produce. And Derek is in charge of all the editing for this podcast. And he did the theme. And, like, he can do really cool stuff. And I have ideas and I'm a people person. But that can only get me so far. So... We will see what's happening with our lives in <laughs> five episodes, ten episodes. Maybe we'll get scared and switch majors again. Yeah, no, I'm never going to switch majors again. I mean, yeah. I might do some more computer science classes, but not really. <laughs> I'm never taking a statistics class again in my life. Except for, no, nah, I would take Linux just because it sounds like a fun programming class to take. But I'm not taking any more. I used to do uh, statistics, data science as my major, and I kind of died not talking to people for eight hours every day at my desk job internship situation, <laughs> and so that's when I was like, eh, experience design management in the business program, I'll, you know, do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's about us. We probably, we could have done that in a, you know, a format, but that might be too much. Right, see, see here, here's the thing, is our podcast is called Two Truths and a Dozen Lies. So 
we have two truths and a lie, right? But throughout the rest of the podcast, there's definitely 11 more lies that's just lies. It's just lies. Also, that might just be because we're college students and busy and we don't have a lot of time to do research and stuff. So, you know, we're probably just lying on accident. (laughs) (laughs) And if you catch us in a lie, there will be a prize. I will send you a thank you email. <laughs> oh, an e- email? <laughs> well, what else How am I supposed to do? How old are you? <laughs> um, old enough. It's, no, do you think any of us, are, any listeners are going to email us so that we have their email to congratulate them on our lives? It's a podcast. We have to have an email. <laughs> I mean, we have an email. Okay. So our plug for all our social medias, um, our handle, our emails, our... Two truths, 12 lies, numeral two, numeral 12, um, at gmail.com for the email. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. And that is, I think, all we've got so far. Facebook is on its way. Go follow those. I'm sure they'll be really interesting. This is a very interesting way to do this episode. Um, So this is more of a trailer than an actual episode because... We have so many topics we want to cover. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering Kay's Cross in Kaysville. You know, Derek's from Kaysville, but I'm the one doing most of the research on this. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then we're doing the history of the Valor, which is a popular venue in Utah. And we want to talk about our favorite TV shows, our favorite podcasts, books... What else are we talking about? Video games. We'll probably talk about one or two there. Definitely. There are some that I think are fantastic, and I think that some forms of stories are best told told, told, (laughs) through video games, which is difficult to do because a lot of video gaming is just really repetitive, skill-based type stuff. But... There are a few certain games which I think tell stories better than it would have been if it was a movie or a TV show. Oh my gosh, Although yeah. Although I am still waiting for a Bioshock movie or a TV show, so... I was gonna say, The Last of Us, I'm actually really excited to see as a movie, but I'm thinking I might be sorely disappointed because of how well the gameplay still manages to tell the story, even with the repetitiveness of it, so... But Pedro Pascal... What about him? Yeah, he's going to be the... Oh, I thought you were, like, dissing him. I'm like, that's going to be no. awesome. And no, they have I, the I girl from Pedro Game Pascal. of Thrones. Um, I just, uh, honestly, the only reason why I ever knew who Pedro Pascal was because he appeared on a charity reading of a community um, episode. He's one of the, like, the few actors I actually appreciate who hasn't had a cameo role on community, so... <laughs> Amazing. Um, You know, I also want to talk about cults. (laughs) Cults are fun. We should start one. I mean, we kind of are. (laughs) Okay, everybody, um, please send us an email if you would like to join our cult. Send us your two truths and a lie. That's all you need to join. Um, And money. Send money, too. Send money. Please. (laughs) We want good equipment. Um... Yeah, the mic I'm using right now currently has a pop and a buzz, which I think I might be able to mostly edit out during the uh, editing phase of this. But if you do hear a fun little... <laughs> it's not my fault. I like that. 
that got me. Um, sorry for my wheeze laugh, but that's how I laugh. That or snorting. There's like no in between. Um, also like in the near future, we're hoping to cover Michael Malloy for St. Patrick's Day. Like I have a lot of, I used to TA for and do research for world religions at Brigham Young University. And I, I think there's just some really cool religions to talk about and bring to light that aren't really in the mainstream or at least Western view yet. So I kind of want to bring that to light. History stuff. I love space. I'm taking a class from a professor who is on multiple NASA missions. Like she's really cool and chill. And I emailed her the other day and was like, hey, can you maybe tell me more about this? Because I want to do a podcast episode about it. She's like, I would love to. She's so quiet and like nice. And yeah, she, but she's also super duper, I don't even have words. Like she's one of the best professors who has a huge reputation outside of Brigham Young and a huge, you know, she's just really cool. And we have connections to pretty cool people that we want to interview and bring on. And so I hope you stick around for our investigative comedy podcast. Yeah, that, that's, that's fun. I, I have a few guests I want to invite. Um, I would like to invite uh, John Mulaney. Um, <laughs> I would like to invite Nick Kroll. Um, maybe Dan Harmon. Um, Definitely Dan Harmon. Uh, Billie Eilish, maybe, you know. Oh, she's too cool. She, she, she'd come on Therefore podcast, I am. Right? She won't come on. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore I am not coming to a podcast. Like, I, that whole song is literally about... How she's like, I'm, I'm nice to your face, but, like, I know I'm doing better than you. Well, see, here's the thing is, we're going to be so big that Billie Eilish is going to be begging to come on our podcast. Meanwhile, I'm just hoping my mom even listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we want to talk about for this episode? Do we want to, like, well, retry this? Two. <laughs> no. Okay. No, this 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 is how it is. This, is it. this there are no redos. We do not have enough time. I have homework, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um no, I actually do have um I have I have some things. Go back to that entertainment type stuff with music, video games, TV. I've got two truths and a lie. Okay. For a bunch of my favorites obsessions. These are specific music musical artists, um, TV shows. Um, and the like that I kind of latched onto and still love to this day. So, two truths and a lie. Okay. Kay. I'm ready. Music. Here we go. 21 Pilots. Mm. AJR. Mm. Taylor Swift. Okay, you definitely don't listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an easy one to start. Okay. Neither of us listen to Taylor Swift. This is how I know this. Because we, <laughs> like, <laughs> we listen to generally the same people. So, so he, here's the thing. I don't want Taylor Swift to come on our podcast. If she comes to me and says, I want to be on your podcast, I'm going to say no. Well, okay, no. I, Taylor, I appreciate her. And especially, I want, I'd want to interview her specifically on how she was able to get from, get away from Scooter. And in terms of music industry artists being treated right, she's done a lot of work and set a standard um, for producers and managers to not be awful and you know anyways yeah let's move on okay number two here here are video games i'm a big gamer mm. I, I i guess i technically didn't get into gaming until i got to college once i had some more 
um, free time to decide how much uh, video gaming I got to do. So shout out to my mom. Um, okay, here it is. Favorite video games. Skyrim, Call of Duty, Bioshock. I never have heard you play Call of Duty before. Did I get that wrong? He's like drinking his soda right now and not <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> Is that your guess? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I hate <gasps> Gulk. I hate Call of Duty. <laughs> I was just talking to my older sister about this. I love Prop Hunt. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite games on the planet, and it helps me in my other games because I hate fighting, but I don't like to actually play Call of Duty because I suck at it. Okay, but but it stole Prop Hunt from Minecraft, so. But it's better on Call of Duty. Yeah, but so. <laughs> but Minecraft is the OG. I mean, what was your first video game? First video game? Mm-hmm. My great-grandma had a SNES, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo, and I think the first game that I probably played was on that Super Nintendo, and it was probably Super Mario, what is that, 3? 64? No, no, Super Nintendo. Oh. Although I did the other video gaming system that I got to play a lot as a child, when because we didn't, we didn't get a video gaming system mm-hmm. until we got a Wii when I was like eight. So before that, the only times I had to play video games were at my great-grandma's or my grandma's. And my grandma did have a Nintendo 64, but she didn't have um, Super Mario 64. The one game that we would always play was um, a racing game, Cruise in the World. You've probably seen it in an arcade. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was probably one of my first games Man. there. Yeah, I've played a lot of games. Um, I have two older sisters who are six and ten years older than me, and then I got to play all their games. So, like, Mario, it was big. Any Mario games, Mario Kart, Mario Parties, um, Pokemon. I think the first game that I, like, played for myself <laughs> was Wizard 101. Mm, that's fun. Um, you play it's a great game. The, the, the free to play parts. Yes, but okay. It got re- it's like how me and my cousin Kevin are still super tight is I lived in Hawaii for a bit. And he, he lived in California and the best way for us to like stay connected when we were kids was we would play Wizard 101 together. We'd call each other mm-hmm. and play for like 6 hours at a time and Oh man, it's a good thing like home lines existed because no one would let me use their phone for that long as like a seven year old. Of course. But um, yeah, it got to the point where one time we were playing and then I just went to my mom. She worked for the airlines and I was like, hey, can I just go visit my cousin to go play Wizard 101 with him? And she said yes. <laughs> uh, but the first game I ever bought for myself was. Minecraft when I was 11 and it was still in beta, so it was only $5. Uh, let's see, I played Minecraft in beta stages. I want to say, I think that was 2011 was when I first played Minecraft. Same. Which which is fun because nobody knew what it was at that time, so I got to be a Minecraft nerd and nobody knew what Minecraft Same. was, so I was just <laughs> a nerd. But I remember like the one time I brought it up to a guy who was at church and he was like, uh, the graphics on that game suck. It's never going anywhere. And then, like, 
literally, it got so big. Well, yeah, that's the one thing that most people don't understand about video games is that the graphics are there to serve the game. Mm-hmm. And so you can have the most beautiful games. Of course, I think that Minecraft is a horrendous with graphics. The graphics work. They mm-hmm. are not as good unless you start installing mods to add shaders and stuff, which actually does look super good. I would recommend. Um, <laughs> My computer currently can't handle Sims. I don't think it can handle any modifications to Minecraft. Okay, well, dear listeners, <laughs> if you play Minecraft on PC and you are not using shaders, then you are literally like, gouging your eyes out for no reason whatsoever. I love the Minecraft aesthetic. I stand by that. Minecraft aesthetic is so much better when there's, like, shadows and the sun is shining and it's just, like, you know, feels like real life but blocks, you know? Of course, yeah, you don't have to have, like, a super intense um, shader system. You you can get something that's... That there. There's so many options. Just research it online. I, I, nice. Yeah. Well, enough about Minecraft. Uh, I have two truths and a lie about my favorite shows. On my favorite show, The Expanse, there's a spaceship called the LDSS Nauvoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just number one. And for listeners, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> FKA, Mormon, and Nauvoo is a big portion of Mormon LDS culture, and they turn it into a spaceship, and it's it's a thing. So that's one. Two, one of the TV characters I most look up to is a cat. And three, I watch more documentaries than comedies. You don't watch more documentaries than comedies. I actually do. All of this... They're all true. They're all true. Okay. <laughs> the, the lie was that I called it two truths and a lie. Um, well, so it was three truths and a lie. Yeah, because I couldn't think of a lie for a favorite TV show, but I definitely do watch more documentaries than comedies, but that's partially because docu-series are way shorter than most comedies. Okay. Well, I have some TV series, which, of course, this is this is an issue because this is, like, one of the number one things that I talk to you about. So... I picked three of the most beloved comedies in American history, and I am in love with two of these, (laughs) and I kind of hate one of these. Okay. And you will get it I probably will. But the audience won't, and that's what's so great about it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We have The Office, Mm. Community, Mm. and Arrested Development. Well, it's definitely The Office. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I Okay, for a second, I did get tripped up because I couldn't remember if we had talked about Rest of Development ever. Yes, we have. I have but raved about that show. I love that show. And I feel... I like The Office if I watch it episode by episode and it's the later seasons. But I really struggle with the Michael Scott character in the first season. Yeah, yeah, see, see, the one thing is, I, I understand why people like The Office. I just don't like that kind of humor. I <laughs> Cringe humor is just... <laughs> see, see, some people look at other people failing in life, and they, like, feel good about themselves. 
but I don't. I see these people who are just struggling, and I identify with them way too closely, and (sighs) I just feel anxious for them, and I just can't deal with that. I like like watching TV shows where, like, the characters are, like, maybe, like, you know, getting towards their goals, and maybe, like, you know, feeling at least a little bit accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, character development is my favorite aspect of any TV show, and that does happen in The Office, but it's so slow. Um, just saying. Sorry to... I bet we just lost a lot of listeners. It's cool. Hey, Office listeners, I love, I love The Office so much. Um, yes. I love Jim and Pam's story. Um, actually, I will attribute their... Spoiler alerts, Pam... Well, they get married, right? Yeah, I mean, they get married, and before they're... They might be engaged at this point. I don't really know. I haven't watched it since, like, it was coming out. My family would watch The Office together, but um, when Pam and Jim find out they're pregnant with their first kid, like, it's... They couldn't actually get cameras into the hospital that they're filming at, and so... Kind of last minute, they decided, okay, it's just going to be a silent scene, and the doctor's going to come in and tell them, and, like, this is how they're going to find out. And it's a beautiful, silent scene. And then, you know, fast forward half a decade, and John Krasinski's writing (laughs) The Quiet Place, and that's one of my favorite thrillers, so... Um, I will give that to The Office. I can see the merits of it. No, no, so so I, I take back that statement. Not everybody in The Office is failing at life. Dwight is living his best life. What is he doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just, you know, thriving in that environment, and I, I love it, so... Oh, like Dwight? Yeah, Dwight. Oh, okay, yeah. the character. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's got, like, a bee farm. Yeah. No, he, he's just, like, you know, just living his own life, and that's cool. And we're gonna talk about Survivor at some point. I know Derek's family's a big fan. I love it. It's what has gotten me through quarantine because I haven't... Well, sports have come back now, but at the beginning, all the sports and March Madness got canceled and I was withering. And so I just watched, like, every significant season of Survivor. And now I can talk about it really well. (laughs) Anything else you want to talk about for this episode? Any questions, Um, concerns? You know, I did have... I did have... I did have a books one. Three authors. We've never talked about books, I don't think. I, I know, and and he, he, here's here's the whole bit, right? Three authors, so good, right? Yes. Okay, number one, Brandon Sanderson. Yes. Number two, Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> number three, someone who's not Brandon Sanderson. Which one is the lie? Not Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. Um, I've never read. But I've played a couple D and D one offs <laughs> based on his series, so I know a bit about it, and it seems like a cool world structure. Oh yes, the 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 world building he does is incredible. One more we'll do thing an about it: movie franchises. Ugh! Here we go. Okay. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Nice. Harry Water. Potter. Hoppa. I'm gonna guess Harry Potter. So, so he, here, here's the thing, is I actually do like Harry Potter. Interesting. Mostly just for nostalgic reasons, and also because um, I really like theme parks, and Harry Potter <laughs> World is great because of the whole environment. Let's go. Donate to our non-existent Patreon <laughs> so we can go to Harry Potter World. Venmo does exist as well, so, mm, yeah. you know. Email us for our Venmo. <laughs> 
Marvel Cinematic Universe I can really get behind because it's sort of more structured like TV, and I think that TV is a more creative art form than movies because movies have such major limitations even though they have larger budgets it's just time limitations and the simple fact that you only have yes. like two hours to flesh out characters which ruined rick Riordan's first try to get his you know books on the screen well, but th it's that was that was just bad writing sorry i didn't mean to like interrupt you no worries <laughs> that's the podcast <laughs> B interrupts Derek. That's the oh. podcast. That's the new name. I'm sorry. Guys, we found our we found the real name. The real name. The real name. Well, I already paid a designer, so we are not going back. Um, I will just it, it can be like one of those minimalist, but Ah, uh, yes. I write it on a piece of paper. Yeah, that that's the secret name of our podcast. I'm Derek Thornton. I'm B Golding. Thank you for listening to Two Truths and a Dozen Lies.